Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen, and today, welcome back to our devotional series. We're unpacking Adrian Rogers' five C's of parenting secrets, one a month. And so this month, we are on the third C. Today, we will unpack how you can teach God's Word creatively to our kids. So creatively is our word for today, our C word. While still being convinced, which was our first word, convinced in our love for the word, um, ourselves as parents, you can't teach something that you're not convinced of, and also consistent, which was our word last month, and how we teach. And so these C's are meant to compound on each other. They'll just kind of all work together as we go, and they'll build on each other. So we are on the third of the five C's today, like I said, and we are going to be unpacking how to teach God's word creatively. We'll be back in the same passage that we've been in, Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9. I'll read that real quick. And these words, which I command you today, shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. That's Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9. So verse 6, which was, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. That was the first C that we unpacked in January. That was the word that should be in your heart because you're teaching them convincingly, right? Because you are convinced God's word is impressed upon your heart and coming out overflowing from you. So you're convinced. And then last month we unpacked verse seven, the beginning of verse seven, which says you shall teach them diligently. We were talking about what consistent teaching looked like, what diligent teaching looked like. And so this month, for um, creatively, our focus is going to be on the second part of verse 7 today. It's talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. So with our word last month being consistent and our word this month being creative, sometimes those are two words that don't always go together. Um, just typically in like personality traits, if you're speaking about a person or something, it's hard to figure out how to make creative and consistent work together sometimes. With creative, you might feel more creative some days than others. Like, for example, if I walk into a Hobby Lobby, I cannot get out of that store because I get all these ideas. They start running through my head, which my husband says ends up being money that I spend. But anyways... I get all these ideas, these creative juices start flowing, and I want to do all these different projects. 
And then other days when I don't have an inspiration like that, I'm just trying to make it through the day, just our normal daily routine, which usually includes a Bible story and prayer at the end of our day. That's our consistency um, each day with doing something with God's word with our kids. And I'm not doing a bunch of creative stuff. There's just no time between work and dinner and cleaning and bedtimes and bath times. And you know, you know how it all goes. And so it is important, though, that you are creative in your teaching. But the key here with staying consistent that I have really tried to be practical about in putting this podcast material together is that you're not too complicated and that you're not too hard on yourself with your creativity and the way that you're teaching your kids about the Bible and about things of the Lord, stuff that you can maintain, right, that you can stay consistent with because it's not too over the top. You don't have to go to Hobby Lobby and buy $100 worth of stuff every week to keep up with it. It's things that you can actually do and keep up with. Now, there's always times that you might want to do a more extensive, fun project or craft or your kids are at VBS and you're running crafts or doing something like that, you know, that are totally different than things that you do on the daily. But typically today, what I really want to focus on is how to be consistent in our creative teaching of God's word and what that really looks like on a daily basis for us moms. So in some of Pastor Adrian Rogers' writings on this subject that went with his messages as he taught these five parenting C's, he said that we should use every means at our disposal. He said that when their four kids were young, that he and Miss Joyce, that's his wife, they used Bible stories, Bible games, verse memory, simple songs, and Christian books to teach them. This, of course was years ago, he said, and there are even more things available now. So when I read these words of of Pastor Rogers, I thought, well, all those things seem pretty simple, pretty basic. I mean, things that I have around my house. You know, I have Bible story books, and I know some of the Christian songs that you can sing them, Jesus Loves Me, and um, I'm in the Lord's Army, and, you know, verse memory, and all those things. And so I got to thinking about it because I know I've shared this with you all, but I am a part of a church plant. My family and a few other families have started a church plant here in Memphis, Tennessee. And my husband is the pastor and at the moment are technically our only staff member. And so I've kind of become the volunteer, if you will, children's director for about 10 kids every week, and we're in the middle of a pandemic and a new church, so it's not that many kids, but I was starting to get a little bit stressed last year from, I guess, probably around September of 2020 when we started until December in Christmas time. I was thinking every week that I had to plan, like, Y'all know this phrase as moms, like a Pinterest-worthy craft every week. And I was really concerned about it being, like, really cute and, you know, of course, spiritually, like, sound and educational. But I was spending quite a bit of money just, like I said, 
going to Hobby Lobby has a bad thing for me. So <laughs> I was spending quite a bit of money and time thinking about these crafts. And then I don't know what, what happened, but somewhere around Christmas time, I realized, you know what? I've, I think I've thrown away eventually like every one of the crafts that we've done every week except for like two of them. And so if I've done that with my two boys, I'm guessing it's likely that the other parents have thrown theirs away as well. I mean, you can't keep everything. You know, we all learn this lesson the hard way. We try, and then we realize that we can't. And so I was like, what was the purpose for? Is the craft for the parent? Is the creativity for the parent? Or is it for the kids? And so I started asking myself this question, and I remembered this message that I listened to and it's actually what got me really like started in studying these five C's more. And so when I got to this, this third C creatively, I was like, oh my word, yes, that is exactly where I was. I was right there because I was trying to plan this Pinterest worthy craft every week and where my kids really benefiting from it by walking away, knowing more about God's word. And that was the convicting question that I was having to ask myself. If the purpose was for them to learn more about Jesus and to learn scripture and things that they would remember lifelong and be impacted by, I realized pretty quickly I had my answer, and that was I was spending too much time and too much money doing things that really weren't having a long-term kingdom effect on these kids. And so... I really started thinking about it and started praying about it. And I had invested in um, some curriculum that I hadn't started yet. I wanted to wait till the beginning of the year. And so in January, I started, um, I know I've shared on here that I like the Jesus Storybook Bible, and I, and I do. And so I decided I would go with that curriculum because I knew that me and my kids had read that Bible probably four or five times cover to cover. Um, and I could trust the way that they interpreted the Bible stories and those types of things. And so I invested in this Jesus Storybook Bible curriculum. And basically, the kit that I'm using every week, it's March now, is this Jesus Storybook Bible curriculum and a stack of construction paper and a big pack of Crayola skinny markers and maybe some glue sticks and kid scissors on occasion. But that's literally all I've used. And so I'm about to unpack for you a creative way that you can teach kids God's word creatively, but also cheaply, which is never a bad thing if you're on a budget, right? But it's got such a long, long-term lasting effect because we're memorizing scripture every week these kids are and I have just loved every second of it I'm actually enjoying doing this curriculum and so I want to share with you an example of how with our church and with my kids at home I have figured out a way to be consistent with my creativity and cost effective but more importantly than all that that my kids are really learning God's word and they're learning scripture so this is something that you could easily do at home every week if you're not able to attend church yet with the pandemic or if it's just something that you would like to do additionally in your house. 
But what we have been doing every week is I will read a Bible story from the Jesus Storybook Bible, but you could use any children's Bible. And I'm I'm picking out a verse from the Bible about that particular Bible story. And it's it's always very, very short. And I will have the kids illustrate whatever the story is with markers. So, for example, if it was creation, I drew a big circle in the middle of the paper and I had them write a little verse about, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then basically I just did six little compartments shooting out from that circle and they had to draw their own interpretation of like, creating day and night or creating, you know, birds and fish in the sea or whatever day it was on. Or we've done Noah's Ark and they did a rainbow and then they wrote a verse underneath about God giving us a promise that he would never flood the earth again. Or we've done the Tower of Babel was recently and I had them draw a tower in a series of different rectangles and squares and then inside the shape they just wrote a verse about how the Lord had scattered the people all over the earth and so it's just really really simple and don't feel bad to paraphrase the verses for the kids or shorten them because a lot of times that's the only way that it's doable to write on a piece of paper or for them to understand but what we're doing is after the story they're doing this simple simple craft but it's creative and it's completely done by them. Now, my four-year-old James and I have another um, four-year-old and another toddler in there. We usually have to write the verse for them um, and then they'll do their own coloring. But for the older kids, they're perfectly capable of writing. And, and we all know that if you can write things, you're more likely to remember them. And so they'll bring the verses home and I always put mine on the refrigerator because it's always a good chance to be able to, you know, give your child some encouragement and say, this is so great. I'm so proud of you for this art that you've done, this verse that you've written. And then also, since it's on the refrigerator, they're proud of it, but you see it all the time. So whether you're cooking or you're getting some milk in the morning or whatever it is, you see it consistently so I can bring it up throughout the week. And so what I've done is I have invested in a prize box that is basically a recycled Christmas box, okay, but they don't care. And I have invested in a prize box with just lots of like little slinkies and candies and all sorts of little mess in there that kids like. And when they come back, or if you're doing this just for your kids at home, if they've memorized their verse, then they get to pick a prize from the prize box. It's great motivation, but super easy, right? Another thing that Pastor Rogers had said when talking about teaching kids creatively, he said, that's good. Put some motivation into this thing. You say that you don't believe in bribing kids. Well, it's not a bribe. It's a reward. A bribe is an inducement to do evil. A reward is an incentive for doing good. God rewards and parents should reward too. So when I read that, I thought, well, that's what the prize box is. That's a reward. And that's what gets them excited. And so now my kids have memorized lots of verses over the last few weeks. And they're, they're proud of that. And they're getting this prize every week, which they love. But 
more importantly than all of that is that I've been able to remain consistent and creative in teaching them, but that they're loving it, that they're loving learning God's word. And when my husband asks them like he does every Sunday, so what did you learn today? They can honestly like be excited about sharing about the Bible story and knowing details about it that they've never picked up on before because I'm not so concerned about getting to the craft that takes 30 minutes anymore. I'm more concerned about them being creative in their own way, in their own interpretation, in their own coloring, and really learning scripture. So that's just an example that I have for you, just an encouragement that I have for you in a way that you can teach your kids creatively, but also consistently and on a budget that has really had some long-lasting effect from my kids already. And I'm excited to see what that will do over time as they're hiding scripture in their heart. A few more creative teaching suggestions I have for you would be writing your kids a note of encouragement, having them write you a, a note of encouragement. Maybe have a night where you write thank you notes to the people in your family, like the children write to the mom and dad, and the mom and dad write letters of encouragement to the kids. Just having that verbal affirmation for the kids, I think, is so important. Just not just saying that you love them and hugging on them because those are so important, but also to, to write them scripture that you're praying over them, to tell them how you're praying for them, to tell them how God made them special, to write it down and give it to them so that they can keep it. And as kids get older and they can read and they can write, these things become more and more needed and more and more just necessary and important, and it makes so much more of an impact on them. And then another thing is, of course, an obvious one, but a huge one is pray with them. I know that a lot of times parents say that they pray for their kids or they keep a prayer journal for their kids or, you know, you pray with your spouse for your kids and that's all wonderful and definitely needed. But something that a lot of parents don't do other than just a quick, you know, thank you for this food, amen, before a meal is they don't pray with their kids. Maybe carve out some time every night to really pray in front of your kids and let your kids pray in front of you. A lot of times kids don't end up knowing how to pray because they haven't had to pray at home other than for food. And so that was another suggestion is pray with your kids. You pray and they pray. Me and my husband, we divide up. Me and Jake pray one night, then James and James and Josh pray the next night. And then we, we switch off every night so that one adult and one kid is praying. Just a suggestion, but it works for us. And the last two things that I have are something to be looking out for. With Faithful 31 Moms and Love Worth Finding Together, we are going to be offering some scripture writing plans that will be out later this spring, one for Old Testament, one for New Testament. And they're just simple, short, one-verse um, scriptures that if your child is writing yet, that they can they can take a journal and they can write and illustrate a scripture every day. It's like a it's like a challenge. It might be good for the summer when they're not in school. That's something to be looking for. You can follow Faithful Thirty One Moms Facebook page, or you can go to our website, Faithful Thirty One Moms dot com, and subscribe to our emails. That's something to be looking for. And we have another thing that's coming out soon. I can't say a ton about it yet, 
but it is going to be a family worship kit. And there are going to be different series of this that have practical ways to teach your kids um, do activities, have a weekly family devotional. It's going to be great. And so be looking for that. Just stay tuned. Watch our social media for that release. And so with that being said, be sure and follow us everywhere at Faithful31Moms. And um, go subscribe to our emails. It's Faithful31Moms.com. It's super simple. You just put in your name and your email and we will send you the information as it comes out. You can be looking for that. And we're really excited about it. And I hope that you are too. So take the stress off today. Don't be worried so much about your creative teaching being something that has to be elaborate. Just do something that works for you. Just do something that's consistent and that works for you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you've been encouraged, that you've got some good ideas that you're walking away from this with some things that you can do with your family. And I hope that you all have a blessed day. Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's faithful31moms.com.